Okay, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to another weekly show and tell. We do this every week. Now at 7.30, well, back to 7.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we have a half hour of folks from around the world coming by. We've always done this socially distance remote style, but now it's even better than ever because this is how everyone's doing stuff. So we're going to check in with uh, folks, starting with Sean, uh, who's coming in and show yeah. some DigiKey stuff. And then we got Trevor and then some more Adafruit folks. And then whoever comes in from the community, I'm going to wrap up here at 7.55 and then go do an hour show, Ask an Engineer. Yeah, we just had a special edition of Show and Tell with Hack Club. Thank you, JP, for hosting that. It was the summer of making. Um, that was a bunch of people doing projects together over the summer. There was a hardware grant, and there's a bunch of Adafruit stuff out there. And then usually every week we have one of our closest best friends, partners, and more, um, DigiKey. And this week, Sean's going to be in for DigiKey. Sean... What are you up to? What are you working on this week? Hello. Oh, I am back to machine learning as I am wont to do. So you're, you're, you're back on your ML. Yes, doing. yes. Doing doing ML stuff. So I'm going to move the mic around first. I'll try to make this as quick as possible. I've got an open MV here set up, and I am using it to find Lego bricks in a pile of <gasps> Lego bricks. Wow. So I don't know if uh, you all grew up playing with uh, Lego bricks, but you often ran into the problem where you'd be digging through it for like hours to find that one piece and it was just a pain in the butt. Yeah. And so, yeah, so like, okay, how do we solve this? And Lego even made like a joke, an April Fool's joke last year about like, oh, we're releasing this app. So I'm like, okay, what if we actually made this thing? Whoa. So I did it with OpenMB and I'm gonna share my screen to kind of show you what I'm doing here. Uh, share entire screen. Sorry, I don't have like the dual setup that some of the presenters have. I need to work on that. So. Here is what we've got. So with the OpenMV, I would take a image and then I would chop this image into individual little sub images like this. And then these images, like this one doesn't contain my target piece. This one does. And I do this like, you know, a hundred or so times. I would take all these images, feed them into Edge Impulse, and then use that to train a classifier that then says, hey, this is a uh, the piece that I'm looking for, this is not the piece that I'm looking for. And then I come back and run inference on the OpenMB itself, in which case I've got the model, I've got which represents the piece I'm looking for. It would take an image. It would then scan through that and telling me if a particular sub image contains that uh, target or not, right? It would yeah. just scan through it looking for it. This is a very naive, simple way to do this. Um, I recently learned about single shot multi-box detectors, which would do this in all in one go. That's a, that's a project for a future time, but this is a pretty simple way to set this up. And then what happens is, is once it finds what it thinks are the pieces, it'll highlight them. Mm. So yeah, so now we get to determine if it works on demo day. Let's find out. All right, here we go. You are a glutton for punishment, live demos and machine learning. <laughs> you have right. to mount this onto like the bottom of your foot. So if you're walking around, it'll detect a Lego in general. So <laughs> you can step on a Lego. That'll be maybe. Yeah, exactly. Right. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm going to push this button. Go, go, go. Let's, it takes about 10 seconds to scan through the image to look for it. And let's see what happens here. You can do it. Oh, yeah! Did it find it? It found it. Yeah. I, okay, I'm having a hard time seeing it on here. It's but I see it. It, it. it has a little blue square. Yeah, a little little yeah. blue or white square right around the piece there. And sometimes I get some false positives um, 
around it or or you know sometimes it misses it but it's it's decently accurate and it works for one piece so i i proved it works basically and i'm hoping somebody will take that and like you know make an app for your smartphone for it Dude, this is a product ship it <laughs> right it's only temporary until it works ship I, it. now mm. now you're ready to get 10 million dollars in funding from <laughs> From OpenAI. All right. Well, good work, Sean. Uh, congratulations on your demo. And that's really cool that it's Everywhere. like, you know, you, you're using all these technologies and, and plugging them together and actually getting something functional at the end, which is sweet. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, check out check out the uh, the YouTube, the DigiKeys channel if you want to see the full video of how I made this. Yeah, this is impressive. Yeah, shout out to DigiKey that um, has been helping get a lot of machine learning capable products from Adafruit to the most people possible. Um, that's one of the things we just released a new product, Braincraft hat. We have a bunch of uh, boards you've used them, and you know, TensorFlow Lite runs on a lot of these things. It's one of the things that we've been working with. So um, keep staying tuned. There's a lot more ahead with machine learning. And thanks for coming by this week, Sean. And thank yeah, you for having me. And thanks, Kevin, who's also watching. Okay, cool. All right. Next, next up, up, Trevor. We're going to go to Trevor, and Trevor is part of our iOS dev team. I think Trevor, Trevor's you disappeared. Camera's off. I'm gonna give him a second. Maybe. I'm gonna go back to Trevor. We'll come back to you. And Trevor's gonna show off some iOS stuff. Cool. All right. You wanna go, Scott? Next. Yeah. All right, Scott. You're next on the little blocky list. Hello. I'm glad I'm next on the blocky list. So I'm streaming tomorrow. I usually stream on Fridays, but I always shift to Thursday when I wanna have Friday for some reason. Um, so just heads up tomorrow at 2 p.m. after JP's workshop, I will be streaming. Um, the thing that I'm going to show I may talk about, but uh, I won't talk for the whole stream is uh, I made I showed this on show and tell, I think, uh, a little while ago. This is a mm. Stemma QT board. So it's got the like two in and out there. And then it's got logic level shifters and a regulator in case it's five volts. And then this is an uh, mock XO2 FPGA. Um, so it's I put the headers on so that you'd actually put this and see this on your breadboard. Um, and I, I was thinking what I would do is add software so that it would act like a 7400 series logic chip. So if you need, you know, like four NOR gates, like, does that work out? Anyway, yeah. 7400 logic series is like classic glue glue logic, which is like, very basic sort of Boolean logic. Um, and I was thinking it would be actually really handy to have like a board like this for like 20 bucks that can basically be any one of the 7400 series that you want. Um, that cool. you could easily load from CircuitPython over I squared C. All right, nice. All right, more to come with that. I know you're working on it. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, this is what FPGAs do best is, is not quite work. And then they work great, you know? They're, yep. they're only like two states of FPGAs not working at all and like, oh my God, this is amazing. Well, there's plenty of 7400 series though. So like once the hardware works, it's like infinite software uh, potentially as well. Software is eating 7400 series logic. So mm -hmm. great. All right, cool. All right, Trevor, you're back. Trevor's back. I'm going to go Trevor. So going to go Trevor. All right. All right. Hey. I'm all good. You you hear me? Okay, there we go. Awesome. Okay. So this I've been working on an app like Marketplace app for uh, Adafruit products using Swift UI and UIKit. This is what it looks like. I'll share my screen. Boom. Do you see that? Yeah. We do. Awesome. 
cool. So basically, this is very easy to put together. Um, uh, one of the benefits of, of Swift UI is that you can just toss this thing together. But the only thing is, there, it is limited to like um, a bit of information, being that it's so new. Uh, that's where I use the UI kit also. So there's like a, some UI kit information in there. But other than that, it works really well. This is a good uh, a scroll view. And if you click on these things right here, boom. This right here is just a placeholder. It usually it'll, it'll show like uh, the location of where you can purchase uh, uh, your merchandise. But right here, boom. Uh, you see uh, the Circuit Playground Bluefruit uh, uh, profile. There's some placeholder um, text right here. And yeah, so you know it works, works fine. Beautiful. Thank go you. Go pick up a circuit playground at Digikey. There you the go. App commands you. <laughs> yeah. All right, nice work, Trevor. Oh, oh, great to see like how easy it is to use uh, Swift UI Kit to do all this cool stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, like way better than UIs have. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I know. All right, I... sweet. I can't wait to throw away all my code. All right, thanks for the <laughs> next app. Let's go to Noe. Hey. Hey, can you folks hear me okay? Yeah, you sound great. Yeah. Mm, okay, excellent. All right, uh, let me share the screen because I forgot to. So this week we got a matrix portal project. So we got our 32 by 30, 64 pixel yeah. display. With, thank you, uh, with some black lead acrylic. So these are these giant massive handles that can attach to the mounting holes over here. So that's nice. Uh, we wanted to make it portable. So I got this little battery holder and that's just kind of Velcro there. And yeah. we got our USB-C cable, nice little foot long, so it's nice and short. And there it is. So really cool tip from JP was to use these uh, adhesive stickies to get uh, you know, the black LED acrylic to, to stick onto the, to the front of the display. So that's really nice to make it nice and diffuse and still keep the colors nice and vibrant. So that's really nice. Um, so yeah, check out uh, if you guys want to um, print out these handles, check them out. Um, it's sized for the matrix portal, so you can still have access uh, to all the little buttons in the, on the side there. And um, yeah, we also got- Yeah, this is good because you there. did this for the Raspberry Pi, but the problem was it was just like a ton of code and it was more expensive and you need a Raspberry Pi. And blah, blah. Now it's just all in Arduino. So it's it like- It is all in one. You plug and play and there's no soldering in this project either. Right, and the for the battery, you can just use a, a, your, your whatever USB battery. We had like a really big chunky one. We had a power boost, we had the switch, we had buttons and many, many wires. Um, also, ProTech, you can slim down your power cable by just kind of removing the extra connector if you like. Yeah. So that's always a nice thing there, too. All right. Um, oh, one more thing. I forgot. Um, for folks that have um, NeoPixels and want to have text scrolling, uh, shout out to Melissa, who just released uh, a learn guide on using um, uh, the frame uh, NeoPixel frame buffer, I think. It's yeah. Frame buff, frame buff library. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I'm, I'm playing with it, and I got it to work on my little 8x8 NeoPixel uh, matrix Fun. here. So it's yeah, in it's World, and it's in CircuitPython, of course. Text, animations, you know, easy stuff. So you can use CircuitPython to, to scroll uh, messages. We had it for Arduino. So basically, it's kind of a port of our Arduino. I also saw some, uh, some, some bitmap support as well. So maybe we can have some yeah. parts over here. There should be some. All right, uh, cool. Excellent. More to blink in the future. Yes. Thank you. Noe and Noe's shared screen. All right, next up, let's go to JP. Hey, JP. Hey, so speaking of displays and pixels and all that stuff, check it out. Uh, I'm making a little pixel art display because there's so much cute pixel art out there in all the games that we love. 
uh, including that SpongeBob game from GBA and uh, some Pokemon there. Um, and we've got uh, Slideshow working on the Matrix portal. So you may remember Slideshow from your Pi Portal days. Uh, and Melissa actually updated it so it can now do some uh, left or right justification if you have images that are smaller than the full size. That's why I'm testing some of these little uh, smaller images pinging back and forth. This is crabby. Um, so uh, I'm gonna be showing more details about this tomorrow on the live stream, as well as some tips for making your pixel art in, uh, uh, in, in a way that'll, that'll uh, look really nice on this display. Um, and that is about it. I, I do miss, uh, I, I really wish I had those cool handles though. I gotta start printing stuff for these. I've just been holding them. I love, I love the accessories yeah. others have been doing. So uh, that's what I got on, on the docket. And uh, I will say uh, also check out, uh, if you missed it live on Tuesday, I have my new product pick of the week show. Uh, and there's a, you can, you can watch it in its entirety on our YouTube. You can also watch a little one minute version of it. And I encourage you, uh, I'm going to hint and wink, wink. I encourage you to watch it live, uh, on our product page for whatever the product is. And we'll let you know just in time, uh, to get some crazy discounts. So crazy. yeah, totally. uh, unreasonable. discounts. I, I want to say this. I think we are the only electronics company that does a live stream from inside a product page. Yeah. And while you're watching it, the yeah. product itself is on sale because right. it's easier to do that because it's um, not a discount code. It's like you're watching it. You get it at a different price. So just add it to cart right then and there. Yep. And I think it's like, you know, no one um, is really writing about innovation and uh, really anything other than like COVID and, and elections and stuff like that. But I think one day someone will look back and say, oh, that's really neat because that was an electronics company that did a, a, a very new thing with all these tools like you're in a product page looking at the product itself you're talking about jp you're answering questions about it and then people can get it at a lower price so. yeah yeah no it's really interesting. this was it this is the ht20 it's a humidity and temperature sensor and i had a lot of fun working with it um and so i encourage you to check it out i was pitching the idea of using it for uh, checking your temperature on your pla filament or your temperature and humidity uh if you have issues with that and you're trying to dry stuff out it's uh super fast really easy to work with too uh so i've got another one coming up next tuesday and this one had a moderate discount but the word on the street from lady ada is that next week's could be just a bananas kind of discount we want so, to, to just try it out to see if we can yeah. get the timing going because it's actually not easy to like synchronize everything yeah so that was a little bit of a playtime, and next yeah. year, well, our new products team and our CSP team are amazing and make all of these things work behind the scenes. So um, I think they can pull it off and uh, come by. It'll be four o'clock on Tuesday. So. Yeah, like uh, it'll probably be described as like you know QVC for electronics. Like Amazon spends billions buys Twitch, and you still don't see like live streaming of products. Right. A, lot, a long time ago, we're like, oh neat, like Kickstarter has video streaming. That'll be cool because there was a lot of hardware Kickstarters that didn't work out. You could have the founders of the Kickstarter show the thing like, oh look, we're really making this, that didn't happen. And so um, one of the things we wanted to do is like have a closer connection between the product you're looking at, thinking about buying, and then a, you know something special um, because we all need something special right now. And <laughs> have something special where you can be like, oh neat, like, I'm, I'm participating in this more than just like adding it to cart. There's there's a time in the right. you know, Tuesdays with JP. We think this yeah. is kind of cool. Okay. Well, and I'll say I'll say selfishly, it's one of my favorite things to do, which is have an excuse to dive deeper into a product that I might have just seen that we have, but I've never dealt with that little humidity yeah. sensor. 
PT sensor. And so it gives me a chance to figure out, okay, what do I like about this thing? Why do we make this? Because I pretty much end up liking all the things we make once I get a, a few minutes with it. So it uh, gives me a chance to do that and then hopefully share my enthusiasm. with that. Yeah, we only make two things, things that uh, GP really likes and things that he hasn't tried yet. <laughs> it's just true. Amazing. Yeah. What a track record. All right. So I'll see you all tomorrow on my uh, workshop show, 4 o'clock. Hi, thank you, thank JP. You. All right, Aaron, how hey. are you? Good, I'm hanging in there this week. Um, yeah. I have something a little different to show this oh, week. Yeah? Um, <laughs> I have a music video. Uh, so a few weeks ago, I showed off my light up ukulele and I've been putting it to good use. Um, when I go out to the grocery store or whatever, um, I found that if people aren't wearing masks or not wearing them correctly, I get really angry. <laughs> so um, yeah, because you channel that. Well, yeah, of course just, you're gonna get angry because like you don't want to get sick and die. I mean, right. And I mean, it's it's almost unreasonable. Like I want to get all passive aggressive and like hand them a mask or whatever. Yeah. But um, I I decided to to go ahead and and make a PSA. Um, and I was gonna use Princess Power because. Um, for years and years, I ran a princess party company, and little kids will do anything that a princess tells them to do. They just believe you, and it's the right it thing, and they will just, you know, move forward. So, yeah, and tell some kids to wear masks, and if the kids are excited about it, maybe their parents will get excited about it, and maybe I can make a little bit of a change. So, uh, I'll just share my screen here and uh, see if we can just play a few seconds of my of my video. Yeah, let's see how this works out. A mask when you go outside. I bet you're smiling underneath. Everybody! Wear a mask when you go outside. It'll keep you healthy. It'll keep you alive. Wear a mask when you go outside. Wear it or we're all gonna die. Yeah. Wear it or we're all gonna die. All right, to so check the video on Aaron's YouTube if you want to see the rest of it. Absolutely. Yeah. There's more I, where that came from. And, uh, you know, world premiere, uh, this is uh, Disney's new ride. Yeah. <laughs> right when you go in to Disney, you have to go down this, like, little, like, people mover, and they uh, play this now. Wear a mask or we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get stuck in your head. Yeah. Thank you, Princess it, Aaron. It's the next, it's a small world. I know. Right. It is catchy. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Excellent. Thank Thanks you, so much. Aaron. All right, All right, next up, Phil B. Hey, What's your musical act? Well, uh, I don't have a musical act. <laughs> but um, hey, so last week I came by, I showed a, a moon phase clock I was working on, and I said, hey, if I come back in a week, this should be showing the first quarter moon. Um, so I plugged it in about an hour ago, and uh, let's see what it's up to. And hey, look, it's first quarter. Imagine Yay. that. So the guide for this is live. If you want to build one, uh, it uses the matrix portal and any of the uh, LED matrices we have. But interesting thing about today, specifically first quarter moon, is that's that's when when the 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 terminator between light and dark is moving most quickly across the surface. And this is exciting. An hour ago, I plugged this in, and I've been watching that percentage change over. Ooh of an hour and that's what i wanted to do the whole guide for was to explain to people because you look at a calendar and it says well there's a full moon on this day and it's like not really it doesn't just stick there for a day these are these are things yeah, on a switch yeah it's an analog system and that's what i wanted to emphasize and so i've been really excited to see that number changing 
uh, just over the course of, of an hour, um, it's it's doing the thing, and that that makes me happy. Yay but, thing! Yay! So anyway, guide is live. Um, I hope I hope it's fun and uh, inspires people to uh, build a clock or learn some stuff about astronomy. Outstanding! Thank you, Phil B. You bet. Beautiful. All right, we're gonna get to everybody tonight. That just means spend like a minute or so. We'll be able to get to you. So Brent, take it away. Hello. Um, this past week, I've been warm. And I have, like everybody in New York City or any city does, uh, a larger air conditioner uh, in my window. And everybody has an AC window unit. Well, or in this winter, we'll have a, a radiator that's electrical power that uses up electricity. So this is a system for Adafruit I.O. that we can... Uh, this won't be good. This is my bootleg projector. I, I have my real one packed away right now. Whereas I have a toggle button on Adafruit I.O. And I can turn it on. And then the status indicator will show that the air conditioner is on and the AC will turn on. So if you've worked with uh, building these types of systems before, you know that it's really difficult to work with appliances. It's really like it's high voltage. Um, you don't want to start tearing apart, um, like connecting your Pi portal to an electrical outlet. It's really hard. So Adafruit sells additional logger called an IoT relay and it connects to the Pi portal, and there's actually no soldering involved. Both of these are stemma connectors. And then there's a light sensor at the top that detects simply if the AC is turned on or not. So you don't have to tear the AC apart to sense the current or figure out is it actually turned on or not. You can just read its light, uh, see if it lights up when it turns on. Yeah, and a then, very simple hack. Very yeah, simple. it's, it's works. Super, super simple hack. And then if you're driving home or you're coming back from a walk, you can just turn your AC or your heater on or off. It's a really simple guide, and it's on the learning system this week. Yay. All right. Thank you so much, Brent. Next up, we're going to go to uh, – actually, we're going to go to Colin, then we're going to go to Liz. So Liz, you're up on deck after Colin. Colin, what are you doing? Hey, Phil. How are you doing? Lots of stuff going on. We're yeah. all busy. Lots of things going on. It's You could almost forget that it is a once every 10 year event going on also, which is the US census. And yeah. there's still time if you didn't show that. We did ours, we did you ours. Did our, you did it, good, okay. Yeah. Well, my work is done right there, but anybody Hi. else who's watching this, please, um, you know, if in, in case you're not getting the message, I'll give you a little more visual incentive to uh, okay. emphasize uh, a couple of uh, ways to celebrate uh, US national census time. Uh, uh, some, some wearables and this guy, I just love e-ink and, and I love seeing him refresh so that every three minutes this uh, inverts colors and uh, looks kind of um, overly serious, almost like a horror movie. And I thought that was a good way to get the point across. Yeah, and, uh, no, and of course, all that, you know, we variety. This is a horror movie, yeah. <laughs> this is our, yes, it's our horror movie. Yeah. So um, we might as I well make some nice logos. Thank you, Colin. And, and, and fill out the census. Yes. Yeah, the and census. one thing, just we have a lot of um, personal display devices, and because we're all wearing masks, or mostly, um, it's a helpful thing to have something you can change digitally that you wear, because sometimes, you know, people, they can't hear you or whatever, you can have something that you wear, and, you know, you you can change it as needed. It doesn't have to say, did you complete the census over and over. You can have it say other things. Of course, true, yes. Okay, thank you, Colin. Thank you. All right, Liz and Liz's screen. Hi, how are you? Hello. 
Um, so I'm in the middle of writing up two projects right now. So I did a quick teardown this week with something a little new. So this is a little, little Sega uh, Sonic LCD game that was in a Happy Meal in 2003. Um, and so you just uh, kind of dodge the cars. Um, but I was curious what was inside it. Um, so I'll do a new share of what I saw. Um, nothing too weird, um, kind of expected, but um, so there's a little PCB, uh, and then that cardboard thing is like the background, because uh, that um, uh, kind of gives the illusion that you're on a track, but it's just kind of like this, kind of reminded me of Pokemon cards, because I had that like holographic kind of look to it. Um, and then that's a close-up of the PCB. It had some rubber dome buttons happening, um, a battery up at the, the bottom there, uh, and the way that the switch works is it actually pushes that little uh, kind of semicircle piece of copper against it, and that's how it makes contact. Um, unfortunately, the IC had the black blob of doom over it, <laughs> but uh, then then um, the screen uses a zebra stripe connector, which was cool. I'd seen that in my calipers before, and then there's a little piezo speaker in the back. Uh, you can kind of see it in the back um, behind there. Uh, so that's what I uh, did. I filmed a little video for it. Good stuff. I like the things you can take apart and put back together, and they work. Yes, uh, I was excited, even though it's a little silly McDonald's thing I've had since I was a kid. Uh, I was excited that it still worked when I yeah. put it back together. They, they used screws instead of glues back in the yeah, day. Yeah, they used so. to. They have more screws. It's true. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, right. Liz. Good, Thank to you, Liz. Good to see you. All right. We're going to go to Michael and then I think. Uh, Mark, Michael, and then, uh, Target. Target, and then uh, Mark. Okay. So. Michael, take one minute. Hello. Hey, Hi, I'm Michael. Um, I recently finished off making a custom smartwatch. Oh, cool. Um, cool. This is actually version two. I started last year, actually, and this was version one, and it was very thick. So that's something I really wanted to improve on is the thickness of it. So this is actually using the uh, Feather Sense um, yeah. fruit, um, which I also saved up some of the thickness because this one version one had a uh, real-time clock. And I was like, well, if this has Bluetooth, I can just sync that up to like an iPad or iPhone or something. Mm. And then I personally don't have an iPhone. I have an iPad and I'm like, okay, I need to find a way to have it keep track of time when it's disconnected from Bluetooth. So there's a little bit of complicated code and stuff going on in the background. Um, and then I decided after I got that code to work, I ported it to the Adafruit Clue. Um, oh, yay! Oh, cool. And yeah, so I, I put it on um, the Discord under show and tell so you guys can download it. It's pretty rough code. I'm not really that great at coding. Um, it's okay, it works. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the buttons don't do anything yet um, on version two. Uh, they're there. I just didn't program them, but version okay. one, it just. Yeah, and then combine just excellent project, up. Michael. Get, come back and show us progress yes. um, in what you're doing. You already got the size of the watch 50% smaller, it looks like. And one other yeah. thing, people like big watches, but um, when we made the Feather Sense and the Clue, one of the things that we imagined is people would be able to do stuff like this because it has Bluetooth and all these sensors. So thank you for fulfilling its potential. Thank you, Michael. Thanks. All right, great work. Got two more folks. We'll be able to get to both of y'all. Target. Take it away. Hey, we're saying that right. Hey, first time on uh, <laughs> uh, Long Time Watcher. Uh, back in uh, 2010, I had a really bad winter and to keep the black dog off. I um, 
re rediscovered electronics and came up with this monstrosity, which was uh, the uh, the SI, you know, um, four seven one three FM transmitter, so that I could trans, you know, um, pick up Bluetooth, send it uh, off, pick it up on my car radio, uh, mm. and so this kicked around in my. Uh, uh, dash in my car for a couple of years before uh, all the wiring broke uh, and I spent about a year making up this which Ooh. was my uh, first four layer PCB uh, to uh, eventually get it all packaged up hopefully that'll come on Yay, and, uh, and it's got yeah, that's, that's the one I, uh, I pinched out of my wife's van because uh, her van's a little more uh, uh, easy to take it out than my one. Uh, mine's all stuffed in the dash. Oh, well, it's uh, awesome and then I've, I've I've made a a, a bunch of other things, power, USB power stuff. Um, it's really difficult to get on show and tell when you're in the UK. Uh, but my latest creation, the thing I've got the most pride yeah. for at the moment, is uh, this uh, pin socket for the ESP um, S2 yeah. modules. Yeah. So uh, so I can. Program separate modules. Cool. Uh, last couple of days, I've uh, managed to get um, Circuit Python running on there, and uh, and all picking up really nicely. All right. Yeah, that's Perfect. the latest build. Thank you so much. Keep coming back, and thank you for being a good example of even in adversity and crisis, there's opportunity. You made something. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Ten, ten years ago, nearly, it was a, it was a black winter for me, and uh, and and I, I kind of channeled that into uh, learning a whole new thing that I hadn't done since I was in my early teens. Yeah, well, that's awesome. We're glad to have you. Everybody, take notes because we're kind of in a black winter. Right no worries. Okay. All right. All right thank, thank you so you much. Target. Mark, play us out. Keep it to a minute, and we'll be able to end the show and tell. We'll do. I will get right to it. I have. Let me down. Finished. Uh -oh. Oh, right on. And on top of the uh, Jackie box. The too. Lithium. Yeah. Uh, very handy. There we go. I'll just move everything around. And with the giant button. Oh, nice. It will now play everything. It's royalty free music, so you don't have to worry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with the new pixels inside and the audio, and everything's running on Circuit Python. It's worked out just amazing. So it's oh, wow. just finishing up, and it's going to be a gift for my brother and his wife and my new nephew who's pictured there. That's an awesome. That's a great experience. Yeah, I the library from Katni uh, and Roy worked out perfectly. I was able to even make a new animation library to react to sound. So just everything your team has done has been amazing. And they're All right. And they're watching too. <laughs> I knew this would last exactly one minute, so it's a good time. Outstanding. And thank you for not only playing your project with Python, but having a way to play us out musically. Thank you so much. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> All right, we're going to have a great night. All right, thank, thank you, you, Mark. Ask coming up in like negative yeah, two minutes. We're here every single week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much, everybody, for making this best half an hour of your life every single week. Keep making and sharing. Lots of good tunes this time.